to the Sharp Side Podcast. I'm your host, Jazz Parada, and joining me to break down the final week of the NFL football season. It's arrived. Austin Park and James Bader. We're here to give you some winners. Well, kind of. We'll, we'll be giving you some live winners on Sunday. Uh, how are we doing, guys? Pretty good. Pretty good. Happy, uh, Merry, Merry Christmas, guys. Christmas just passed. Or happy holidays to anyone who doesn't celebrate Christmas listening to this podcast. Good to be here. Um, week 16 came and went. And we sucked. Not all of um, us. That's that's true. James and I sucked. Austin, yeah. Austin got just, his business done. Can I toot my horn for a second? I'm sorry, toot guys, to do this. Look, look. Six weeks ago, I was here on this pod. It might have been like seven weeks ago. And James had a lead on me. And he had this confidence, man, this swagger to him. I, just, it, I, I didn't like it. And he bet me 50 bucks that he'd end up with a better record than me. And what did I do? I told him it's a marathon, not a sprint. And I won five games in a row. And here I am with the lead. I'm tied with Chaz. And it feels good. It feels good, James. James, how's it feel? That's all I got to ask. Uh, just seller. the last two weeks. <laughs> I won four in a row. And then the last two weeks, bummers. And it's like it's not to the point where I just picked the wrong game. Like my top two, two, three likes the last two weeks have just not even been close. So on the bright side, at least I'm not just choosing the wrong game. It's, I haven't been and close the last two weeks. I need are, to be better. You're 500 and you have a chance to be above 500. Chaz and I are both nine and six and one. Like that's, it's still pretty solid all year. We, but we have had a bit of a sloppy finish to our. Oh contest. yeah. We sucked. Yeah. yeah Especially definitely. like the, our extra picks for the most part. Mm-hmm. Do you have a ranking at the top of your head? Where we are at seven thousand people. Um. Yes. Two uh, hundredth. Exactly. That's still like we we grinded I'm and had it. a great season. Like it's pretty yeah. good. I, I I mean like. Oh no, there there's definitely times where like I feel like I've just been kicking myself for not seeing something as I should. But that's just hindsight. Mm-hmm. Like I, like I think of last week and like. Although we we didn't necessarily have it, but like, why did I want the Texans lane seven? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, just like a, yeah. a team like that should never be lane seven. You're right. You're and the right. the one I always think back to is I I bet on the Ravens uh, when Patrick Mahomes was an underdog. Can't do that. <laughs> you cannot. Hey, you live and, and you learn. And speaking of weeks with the strangest spreads in the world, we are getting to it. <laughs> yes, and. This week sucks. It sucks every year. I, I, it's fun to watch just because of all the playoff seeding drama, but it's nearly impossible impossible to handicap like these games pre-flop. So that's why I said in, in the beginning uh, when we first started that just be on the lookout for live bets. We'll be on top of our, our game. I, I feel like we, uh, we kind of say that a lot, and sometimes we do, and sometimes we don't. But this Sunday, I do promise we will be tweeting out live plays if they look good. Um, like um, I'm sure Austin will have like the good scenarios down. But mm-hmm. just as like a quick example, if the Packers are just crapping on the Bears out of the gate, then the Saints will have no motivation. Saints will have no motiv- motivation. Actually, well, the Saints might not have any at all. But yeah, I mean, the, the Seahawks might not have any motivation because mm-hmm. they could still yep. take the one seed. Yep. Yep. Um, oh no. It, it'll be interesting. We're, we uh, will we're, not, 
Where can you Sorry, find our Twitter? Where can you find our Twitter, Jess? At the Sharp Side Pod. Mm-hmm. Um, and in addition to, do I follow? Uh, yeah. Do you follow? You uh, <laughs> I'm asking. These bumps? Say, Hell no. I said, give it a follow. <laughs> uh, um, of course, do that. Um, and yeah. Also, rate, review, subscribe. The Sharp Side Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. I think we're on Google Play too. Woo! Um, Made it. Pocket Casts. Pocket Casts is my favorite one. I, I'm going to have to download that. Um, <laughs> and Anchor. I, people do listen to us on Anchor. That is where our, um, that's like our provider, which really shocked me because I didn't even know it existed until about three months ago. Wow. But, um, Anyways, we will not be spending too much time on these games. Of course, we're giving you three best bets. Um, but I, I cannot promise five likes. We'll give you matchup advantages, um, maybe like prop or player prop angles, um, and then uh, uh, totals here and there. But um, to finish it off, we'll, ta- we'll talk about just the futures market, um, where we find value, uh, whether it's AFC, Super Bowl, whatever. Um, we will be doing playoff pods, so you'll get more of that. Those will generally be shorter just with a lack of games, but more in depth. Yeah, of course. And um, also uh, what we'll be able to do is like, I'm sure like the college football playoff will sync up with a week of playoff games. So like, we'll be able to throw that in there too. So um, yeah, we ready to get going? Let's do it. All right. No, man. No man is on fire more than Austin Tark. So, Austin, kick it to you. And for your best bet, we're going to Baltimore. No, Cincinnati, excuse me. Mm -hmm. The Bengals are hosting the Ravens. Ravens are lane 13 on the road. The totals, excuse me, the total is 44 and a half. And then we're looking at the Ravens, correct? Yep. Yes, we are. Let's hear why. Uh, okay. So first, yeah, well, I don't want to make many bets this week, but I think I actually will bet this. In fact, I already did. Um, if you can get anything under 13, I really like it. Uh, 13 would probably be the um, highest price I would buy on it. Um, but yeah, I do like the Ravens here. Um, mainly because the Cincinnati Bengals team is still not a good football team. Eventually they have to fall back to earth here. I'll give them credit. They had two impressive wins. Um, but I'm just, I'm not going to overreact to their quarterback play. So they beat the Steelers two weeks ago on Monday night football, where clearly the Steelers had not scouted for Ryan Finley's ability to run the ball. It was evident uh, they were not able to stop, stop that offense. Um, And the Steelers, that offense was so sloppy that um, I'm still, I don't think it was that impressive of a win. Um, And yeah, they looked really good on offense last week with Brandon Allen. um, But let's not overreact. It was against the 30th ranked defense in the NFL. This is the same Brandon Allen who failed to gain 200 yards of offense against the Dolphins and the Giants, and the same team that lost 30-7 to to the Cowboys. Ravens still ranked ninth defensively, and I think they will be able to give them problems. Um, and then this Ravens offense, they're clicking. I mean, this is why we said about a month ago, get your Ravens futures. They're playing some bad teams to end the season, and their offense is going to get it going. And all of a sudden, J.K. Dobbins is getting a lot more involved in this offense. Lamar looks really good running the football. And – they beat up on bad teams and they've proven it the last couple of weeks. This Bengals defense is uh, very bad. They ranked 27th in the league. Um, last week, they coasted to the victory against the Giants. They were up 27 13. They won the game 27 13, but it could have been even more. Lamar Jackson fumbled the ball at the one yard line. Um, that game was an absolute total blowout. 
I expect one more dominating performance from them. This is what they do. They beat up on crappy teams and they're just going to coast into the playoffs where I still like them. I still like them to make a little playoff run, but we'll get to that a little later. So I like Ravens minus 13. Uh, anything less, I really like. Uh, I certainly understand the reasoning. Um, I do think that we have to do, we definitely have to give some credit to Brandon Allen because like, honestly, I feel like he's secured an NFL job with how he's played for like the next five or so years as, at least as a backup. Cause like, it's hard for me to like pick apart his game too much in a negative way. And like he moves the ball downfield against bad defenses. What more do you want? Um, and it sucked that he started last week. Cause if Ryan Finley started, I'm very confident that like the Texans at least cover teaser legs. Um, but um, and uh, like the Vikings are, they're, they're fighting uh, the Vikings, excuse me, the Bengals are fighting in these games enough to, I mean, like, like hang around. Um, I would, do you think you can make the argument that they were fighting for Zach Taylor's job? I mean, he's certainly locked up next year now um, if he was even on the hot seat, but um, I agree. And I think that personally when, when like, we were talking up those Ravens futures. I, I didn't really think that I would like be this confident going into the playoffs. Well, I guess they're not there yet, but like, I, I, I'm pretty confident they are going to make some sort of a run. Um, and I, I just, I didn't really think they looked that good. at just like at that number at the time, I just thought they were too talented to um, kind of like look away from them. But uh, yeah, I like the pick. They're going to be able to run run the ball all day on the Bengals. So go Ravens. I also like it too. We saw this this game play out earlier in the year with Burrow, and the Bengals were just inept offensively. I think they've changed their scheme a little since then to kind of cater more to what Brandon Allen does. But at that point, the Bengals were playing good football coming into that game, and then they got dismantled. I think something similar happens here. I think the Ravens are fully motivated in this game. They have to win, uh, not knowing what's going to happen in the other games. And I think they'll get margin here because that Bengals defense last week was just not impressive. It's just that the Texans are a horrible football team. Um, but the Ravens have been playing incredible football the last few weeks. And I think it continues here. Love it. Love it. Tyler, uh, little, just, uh, injury news. Tyler Boyd is questionable. Um, they got two, they got two linebackers hurt and a corner. Uh, so Cincinnati is a little banged up, but the Ravens also have two corners on the, on the injury report. So Which just corners? stuff to mark. Uh, Jimmy Smith and Marcus Peters, Got um, which is like, you would think they probably won't force them out there this week. Um, I think we'll see them play the first half if they are good to go. And then mm -hmm. if the lead is big enough, they'll pull Don't them. push them too far. Yeah. I think that's a good call. And like, that's, that's another fear is end of the day, they're just trying to win. They're not trying to get margin on the exactly. Bengals here. So the back door is definitely gonna be wide open in this game. Um, but I think we saw it last week in the Ravens game where, they left the back door wide open and they still, they still ended up covering. So I, I, I think we'll be fine here. Um, and I, I do think that the underrated part of like the Ravens cover these uh, large spreads against bad teams. And I think the underrated part of it is their special teams. Uh, like on punts, they're able to pin their opponents deep. Justin Tucker doesn't miss. Um, and like, it, like, Jim Harp, or is it Jim or John? John, John just has like the coverage units ready to go, and I think I think that is like a very underrated part of this Ravens team year in year out. 
But moving on. Um, go to me. Yeah. Austin, you're, t- you're tied with me. Um, nice. But luckily for me, the Titans are going to be covering seven and a half points. Uh, at the Houston Texans, the Texans look like shit. Um, I feel like J.J. Watt's comments are slightly more harmful than helpful at this point in the season. Um, like you have your team leader who's talking trash on specific players without naming names, and I'm sure everyone knows who they are. But what does that do with one week left in the year when I think you're just looking uh, towards more towards the finish line than you are at what's actually in front of you? This rush defense is still horrendous. King Henry is going to dominate. Um, Austin and I were, talk- uh, were talking about it. Austin said he's 230 yards away, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then like 223. Um, I, and I think he's going to get there. I, I really do. If he is, if he has a big first half, I think, and they're up by a, a lot, I think they keep him in the game to try and get that record. Um, and also, I'm not holding like a snow game, like against them too much. Agreed. The de- the defense didn't look that great, but I think there's a wide, wide gap between the Texans, the Texans offense, and the Packers offense. So, give me the Titans minus seven and a half. I I think this total is actually a little bit too high, um, but I just because I think the clock's going to be moving. But go Titans. I, I'm totally great with teaser you. leg. Sorry. Yeah, I, I'm totally with you on the side. Yeah, you're you're right there. It is a great teaser leg because the Titans are. This is a huge motivational game for them. They do have to win to make the playoffs. Um, I, I pretty much agreed with all your reasoning. My biggest thing was, uh, I think we're kind of getting a free roll here in that we, if you check out our Twitter, we just tweeted this. Uh, grab Titans seven and a half right now because we already like this line. But Deshaun Watson did hurt his hand in the last game. And Cornell uh, in the post game said he would play, uh, but this hand injury, it was, it's kind of significant. And I see no injury. I see no reason at all for the t- Texans to force uh, their prize possession out there on the field in a completely meaningless week 17 game. I got a feeling by the time Sunday comes around, he isn't going to play in this game. And if that's the case, this line jumps to 12, 13, maybe even 14 points. Um, and that's in that this Titan seven and a half becomes just free money. Um, so I, I really like the play uh, taking King, uh, King Henry rushing props. You definitely could do uh, you're not going to get a good value on it, but no, it's, it's we saw it last so year. Overpriced. We saw it last year in week 17. I forget what they were trying to get the rushing uh, season uh, high. They were trying to get the most rushing yards in a, uh, for the season and they kept force feeding him the ball. I think they will force feed him and try to get this 2000 jazz is right. The snow just, it held back their offense last game, and I think it'll be unleashed this week. James? I'd look at the Titans team total over. I think I like that the most in this game. I also like Henry alternate props, like alternate rushing yards, not a set line, or like 1-10 or whatever it might be. But I, I have no disagreement with you guys. I mean, the Texans are just a horrible football team, and I think the Titans with a, a division title on the line here, I think they come out and just dominate like they did last year in Week 17. All right. Um Moving on to the Niners. San Francisco Niners, who are getting five and a half points ho- uh, hosting the Seahawks. Totals at 46. James, you like the Niners as your best bet. Let's hear why. Let's get you over 500. 
<laughs> yeah, let's do it. Uh, so I'm seeing six as pop now, but I think this game lines up well. And I think it's actually be kind of a defensive game. So with a lower total than usual in these Seahawks games, catching six, I like the Niners a lot. Uh, there's a few reasons for that. Uh, first off, I was impressed last week against Arizona. They held Kyler in check, looked really good defensively, created turnovers. And then the other part of this handicap is that you don't know what you can get out of the Seahawks. If they look at that scoreboard and see the Packers are up, let's say like 21 to seven or 21, three in the first half, what is their motivation to keep the starters in, you know? And even if they play the whole game out with the starters, I still think the Niners are good enough to stay in this number. Beathard looked decent last week. He didn't make any mistakes that Mullins was making before, which was holding them back. Um, so I think the Niners can do enough here to stay within a six points, five and a half, whatever it is. And I think they're live on the money line. I, I think I completely agree. I, I wouldn't honestly, I wouldn't even take the, the spread. I would just take 49ers money line um, just for the reason of just the Seahawks could be scoreboard watching. Uh, the other bet I absolutely love in this game is the under. Um, so yeah, Beathard, he didn't commit too many turnovers last week, but I still wasn't overly impressed with this past offense. Uh, what the, what the biggest thing that impressed me was the rush offense. Jeff Wilson rushed for 150 yards as a team. They rushed for 220. Uh, they won't have that same success against Seattle. Seattle is as a stingy top 10 rush, uh, rush defense. Uh, four and are going to be without Ayuk and Trent Williams, uh, two big offensive weapons for them. Um, and then the Niners, they rank six defensively. Uh, we've seen the Seattle offense really struggling lately. Um, I, I don't see them getting a huge margin here in, uh, on this Niners defense. Um, I, I, I really like this underlook, and I would, I'd, I'd grab some Niners money line. Uh, yeah, I, I also agree. I just play the Niners money line. Don't worry about the points. I don't because oh, – honestly, I take that back. Don't bet this game pregame. Like there's – because you'll – if the Seahawks are playing and the Packers game is close, then – you would instantly want out of the bet. If the Packers are dominating right away, then I would go in live on Niners money line. So that's just how I'm looking at it. Can I give a round of applause to the NFL? They've done this the last couple of years. I don't think yeah, they oh, used to do great. it where they line up all of the games that matter uh, in terms of motivation all at the same time, because if they put this at the one, uh, they put the Packers and Saints games at the 10 a.m. slot and this at the one, this game could be completely pointless. They make every single game um, impactful to watch. And I, I really like that. Agreed. Another, another thing is, too, this game reminds me of, I think it was two years back, uh, the Seahawks is late in the season, maybe six, week 16 or 17. Big favorites, I think four or five points in that game, too, at San Francisco and lost outright. And that was against Mullins in that game as well on a beat-up Niners team. Hmm. I think we get a really similar effort here, and I think the Niners okay. will win. All, uh, it's also a letdown game. They just won the division, uh, a big win against the Rams. I mean, it's I, I, I definitely like, like, see, like the Niners play here. All right. Uh, now let's just buzz through these games real quick. Um, buzz, buzz. Hold on one sec. I'm going to go by a time instead of rotation number. All right. Starting off, Cowboys at Giants. Cowboys getting – excuse me, Cowboys lane three. Totals at 44 and a half. Um the line has moved from it opened plus it opened at Cowboys plus three now. Um, so it's moved six points. However, more money is on the Giants. Uh, where do you guys quickly look at this game? Um, we'll Wait, start with Austin. First, it moved six points. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Why? I'd imagine it wasn't plus three for a while, but I don't even I don't even get that though. I mean, because like Daniel Jones played last week. I, I just mm -hmm. don't understand what kind of move that would be. I'd lean the Giants here. 
mainly because like I don't want to overreact to this Dallas uh, team uh, for what they've done the last couple weeks. I mean, they so that what it is they face Cincinnati, who ranks 27th on defense. Uh, they played the 49ers, who they had a very impressive win, but the 49ers held them to under 300 yards in that uh, in that game. And then Philly last week, very impressive win, offensive explosion. But we've seen we saw what the Cardinals did to them. They have such a depleted secondary that it's so easy to pass on them. I think this just it's kind of just a gut thing here. Again, I'm not really betting it, but I lean the Giants here because I think they're going to show up with a big defense uh, defensive effort. Uh, they don't again don't have a very impressive defense. Um, but I feel like this resembles a Seattle uh, Giants game to me uh, where they really come out, they rely on their defense and their offense just has to get, get them 17 points. Um, If Daniel Jones was healthy, I would be all over the Giants here, but it's just, it's hard for me when I don't know what I'm getting out of the quarterback situation. Yeah. um, I, I have, a, I have a tough time with this game. It's I, I, I kind of want the Giants to win just because I think it would make Sunday night football more interesting. But um, either way, it's interesting. Uh, yeah, it's winning in for Washington. If they lose, someone's hopping them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The winner, winner of this game's in. Yeah. Um, well, not if the Eagles lose, but um, – I don't know. It's, I feel like the total is a little bit low. I just, the Cowboys offense has been humming recently. CD land looks so good. Oh my gosh. And um, I don't, it's tough. I don't, the Giants defense has just been kind of disappointing me lately. So I kind of, I think I lean, no, I lean Giants. I don't really know what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know. There you go. You want my take on the game? I don't know. That's just weak. I lean Dallas. I don't really have a reasoning. I just – they've been finding ways to win even when they haven't been putting up yards. And the Giants look so bad. This podcast That's is going to suck. Yeah, there's, there's not much to say. It's a tough week. All right, let's move on. Steelers getting 10 points at the Cleveland Browns. Totals at 42. Steelers are rolling with Mason Rudolph. I'm all for the Miles Garrett revenge game. I'm laying the 10. Browns are going to kick their ass. First of all, isn't it the Mason Rudolph Hell revenge no. game? He was yeah. hit in the fucking head by Who a cares? helmet. His own helmet. <laughs> he looks like a little bitch. <laughs> I have no real opinion on this game. I think it's far too many points. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, Tomlin didn't come out and say who uh, all the starters are out, which with the line moving this much, it means it, it, it shows that all the starters are out. Um I only heard Big Ben and probably some other quality starters. Um, I will say last week, I was very impressed with what they did in the second half against the Colts. Yeah, uh, they, they, they flipped the switch. Uh, for some reason, I don't know why it took till week 16. Uh, they let Big Ben throw deep, and sure enough, it worked. Uh, the, once they started opening up that field, uh, the, the whole offense just seemed to start humming, and they were dominating in that second half. Um, their defense showed up. Uh, I think that was a very big step for um, – them to make a good playoff run, especially this week when um, I'm sure people have all heard uh, that they haven't had a bye week all season because of COVID. And that's the reason why they're benching everyone this week. Um, So get your bye week. You just had a very uh, big win last week. against a good Colts team. And I I think they could, they they could fight in the playoffs. Let's not give up on them. No, I, I I completely agree. I will get to this later. Um, 
uh, talking about the Steelers because I, I actually think the Steelers are very undervalued in the market right now. Um, but James, what do you think about this game? I think it's a live bet situation. If you see, I, I think Tomlin could do this thing where you place some of the starters first quarter, first half, and then pulls them. If you see they're getting pulled, you know the Browns are going to run it up or do whatever they can in this game. So I wouldn't be afraid to lay the live number. But pre-flop, uh, I don't want to play 10 points in this game. Uh, can we get another toot your horn? Uh, Sharpside Podcast said Jets were beating the Browns. Oh, two, yeah. Two weeks ago. And I know we weren't that confident last week because the Jets were fresh off a Rams win, but we're taking full credit for it. The Jets beat the Ram- the Browns, and we predicted it. You heard it here first. How about this? The Jets and the Bengals are on two-game winning streaks right now. That's pretty wild. And the Jags are on a 14-game losing – 15. 15-game losing streak. No, 14. Fuck. You're right. That's <laughs> um, the first time. And you now – I kind of like this under. Think about. I kind of like this under. Looking at it now. Forty-two. I I need to see who's playing. The Browns have a lot of um, potentially inactive players. Yeah, wide receivers. No, um, like Teller, Teller, uh, Teller, and Hubbard, and I don't think Wills played last week either. Well, that's good for the under now. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, but I mean, like, I think we need to see if they play this week. That's what I'm saying. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but also like, it's gone up from the opener. Has it? I it's yeah. probably really low opening. I mean, the Browns look really bad on offense last week, and I still think the Steelers play good defense, even if they're resting some guys. And then on the offense, like the Steelers haven't looked good with Big Ben, and I bet they just try to run the ball and get out of here healthy. So I bet I th- I think this game just kind of a fast clock. That's uh, why that, I that, like this yeah, that makes sense. I like that look. I like that look. Um, Austin, keep talking about this game. I'm going to look at the weather really quick. Good call. Um. Teaser, tease the Browns down, tease them to four. I don't hate that actually. I mean, I think there's some yeah. like interesting teaser plays this week, um, like Dolphins, like a Dolphins teaser. I know we'll we'll get. Is that that's not even on the board right now? Yeah, I love this no, under. Thirty nine, uh, rain and slow, twelve mile, mile an hour winds. Let's go. And what we give you guys yep. a play? Let's Probably go. Like, under. I like it. I like under. Um. Yeah. That that is very good. There you go. You have a play on this game. Bet the under. Um, oh, that's crazy. I like them. Hmm. Interesting. Jets go into New England and take on the Patriots. Uh, the Jets are getting three points on the road. Total is at 39 and a half. Um, the Patriots were originally favored by seven and a half points and were bet down a shit ton. I think this might be a Jarrett Stidham game. What do you guys think? Uh, have anything in this game pre-flop? Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, like, watching that Monday night football game, it's hard to say the Patriots aren't the worst team in the league. But I think that there's value on the Patriots here at, at three points. I mean, this line has just dropped far too much. Uh, the Jets are due for a letdown, just loss. I mean, is Gase betting <laughs> return on a no, three-game No, no. I, I saw a, tw- a guy tweet that. The president has already let Gase know that he's going to be fired after okay. Sunday. Good, good. He the, the guy wasn't verified, but he did have like 8,000 followers. So I don't know how trustworthy <laughs> that is. I don't think hey, so. So sounds like maybe he will. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I mean, I think even like the under could be a look. I just don't see the Patriots scoring. I What a horrible football game. 
Like this is the like <laughs> there's some really bad games this week. Mason Rudolph is starting a quarterback, and like this is by far the worst one. Like I don't want I don't want a second of this game. I <laughs> I will have no action on it. I disagree. There's one that I think's worse. But we'll get to it. That's in the afternoon window. Um yeah. I do, yeah, I see it. Uh here, you guys ready for this hot take? I think Adam Gase is on the New England Patriots coaching staff next year. As a coordinator? Yeah. How about this hot take? This is Belichick's last game as a Patriot. Now, I don't know if he's retiring. I'm not going to. No, I'll, he was. Oh, future Chargers he, coach? Yes. What if he's headed to the Chargers? Think about this. You get a brand new stadium in L.A. You become the kings of L.A. I mean, right now they're the little brothers to the Rams. But if Bill comes in, they're the daddy. They're the kings of that town. All of a sudden, all their fans are coming back. L.A. is to the Chargers team. They got a young squad, a lot of talent. If I'm Spanos, I'm giving Belichick a huge contract. I'm giving yeah, him a stake. Spanos in... is so cheap. He's I know. That's the issue. We know this very well. <laughs> I'm giving him a stake in the team. I'm making him the GM. You can do whatever you I don't think you, you can want. do that. He's Bill Belichick. He could find a way to do it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's because like I is are we really we're about to see a rebuild mode for the Patriots here. They're they're not going to win next season. This is a very old roster. They don't have the pieces. They don't have a quarterback. We haven't seen Belichick do a rebuild in on this Patriots team ever, I don't believe. Um, so I, I don't know if this is what he wants to do in the late stages of his career. Um, it's looking like a loss could potentially put them in the top 10. Um, they just need so much is the issue. Do they? Because they... think about this. Yeah. So – at the beginning of the year, um, they had so many defensive players opt out. They had the most. They had seven, like, I think seven uh, total players opt out. Four of them were defensive starters. And they already have, like, the best – they have, like, arguably, like, the best young O-line in football right now. And they have a tremendous secondary. I will give them that. They have, they have two really great good secondary. Like you get Bill Belichick back with the veterans that he wants. He drafts a young quarterback. Maybe maybe he even trades up to get his guy. Like he trades, maybe say he likes. I'll, I mean, like I don't personally, I don't like Justin Fields. But what if he likes Justin Fields? Trades up and and, and gets him. Is that the Kobe? the issue is um, the, some of the guys that opt out. They're very old, uh, like Patrick Chung, Hightower. Uh, these are aging guys that they don't have much left. And I just think at least you look at that offense. I mean, there's no playmakers. I, I guess I haven't seen Edelman in like six weeks, but even he's aging quite a bit. Um, you just – you need a lot of playmakers with your new quarterback. Um, they don't really have much of a D-line or linebackers. But I do see the future. I mean, I see the build that they have. With all like the all I'm saying is that there's like positional grouping pieces there that I don't think makes it highly unlikely that he's completely out the door. That being said, if he went to the Chargers, I, I'm immediately betting the Chargers to win the Super Bowl. I agree. I, I would. That would be so cool. <laughs> I would become a Charger fan again. Yeah, I think I would too. All right, we gotta move oh, on. We're just talking. That was a lot of right now. Like <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, week seventeen. We see, this week sucks, dude. Vikings going to Detroit divisional battle. Uh, Vikings laying seven on the road. Lions getting 54 and a half. 
You know, this game is up there for the worst game of the, of the weekend, too. There, there's Agreed. a clear top three in my mind. Um, I, what on earth are these teams playing for? Nothing. So, like, how can there be seven points of margin? Yeah. I think that's way too high of a spread. But the I issue is there's so agree. much unknown. I mean, are the Lions coaches back? Every They all had COVID last week. I don't know yeah. how many of them are returning. Is Stafford playing? I kind of doubt it. He hurt his ankle at the beginning of the last game. There's no reason to send him out there. Um, so I'm assuming that seven is because that is baked in with Chase Daniel playing. But maybe it's not. Maybe this even gets up to nine or ten. Um, they Both teams look pretty bad on defense. But if Stafford's playing, we're getting seven points it's hard to not take Detroit. Yeah. Um, maybe, honestly, wait until Chase Daniel is confirmed. This gets bet up and then play the Lions. I like that. Do not tease it. Do not tease the Vikings. Oh, hell That's no. awful teaser leg. Or here, I'll even, I'll even go one step further. Wait till Chase, Dan- Chase Daniel is playing and then just bet money line. They either come out and they're competitive and keep it close or they just get their shit blown out. I like that look. I like it. I think there's a lot of looks this week where the spread doesn't matter. Just yeah. take, a, take a money line. James, what do you think? I think the Lions lose by 100. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it matters who plays quarterback. They're so fucking bad. They're horrible. <laughs> yeah, move on. Fair enough. <laughs> Atlanta. Great. Traveling to Tampa Bay to take on the, the Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, Bucks are laying six and a half. Total is 50 and a half. Um, Bucks look good. Personally, I lean Falcons. This is what um, I missed the seven. This is one of the only like pre flop sides I was really looking at. Falcons have been fighting. Um, they must like Morris or something. I don't really know what they've been playing for, but they continue to do so. They look like shit in the second half against the Chiefs, but I, the defense looks really good, and they're making plays. I think they might make Tom Brady's day a little bit tough, but Tom Brady's also on... I saw I saw a, a Skip Bayless tweet came onto my Twitter feed. In, like, if you would take... If you had taken the... Bucks second half against the Falcons and Tom Brady's first half against the Lions, he would ha- he would have had like the greatest NFL passing game ever. It was like nine touchdowns, like seven hundred yards or something. Wow, it was, yeah, it was insane. Um, anyways, Island Falcons. I think the total is too low. I could see some points here, but what do you guys think? I give the Falcons credit, um, being that. I've every single season, the last two years, especially I've told myself, I'm not going to buy into this Falcons team. And sure enough, every year they start and they, and, and they start the season so poorly. And with an aging roster, uh, you would expect that. And especially with all the injuries, they seem to always accumulate the coach mid firing through the season. They don't give up. Like it's really impressive to me that they even last season with Quinn, they saved Quinn's job by making a hot streak. Are they trying to really keep Morris as the quarter, as the coach? Uh, they really don't give up. Um, so I do give them credit for that. But at the end of the day, I still think they suck. Um, I think the Chiefs last week, like I, I get, I, I hate the narrative. The Chiefs were just walking, they were sleepwalking through the game, but it honestly felt like that. Like they weren't trying very hard. I felt like there was a lot of plays that they just kept the Falcons in it. But 
get rid of that excuse. The Falcons did fight in that game. Um, I've been super impressed with this Bucks offense. Um, I mean, I, I don't want to overreact to a blowout win against Detroit uh, that was missing all of their coaches, but they, they're, they're peaking at the right time. They put up 47 last week against Detroit. And then the game before, in that second half against the Falcons, they gained 350 yards of offense. Something clicked. Something was figured out in that second half. And I like what they're doing. And I think they're a lot more motivated than the Falcons here. They got a five seed to claim. Uh, they definitely want that five seed because you want to play the NFC East in the first round. Um, I'll take the Bucks here. I think their offense continues to roll. Um, I think they cover convincingly because this is a big game for them. Yeah, I agree with everything you said, Austin. I was thinking about it, and I thought maybe they don't have much to play for, but the difference between playing one of the one through three seeds and then playing an NFC East team is dramatic. So I think they come up motivated here, and they've just been a juggernaut on offense these last six quarters, whatever it's been. So I don't, I don't know what adjustments the Falcons could make in that two-week span to slow down this Bucks offense after put up 31 and a half. So I, I lean with the Bucks here and kind of lean to the over as well. All right. Well, yeah, I, I, I see where you guys come from. That makes sense. But uh, moving on, already touched on Ravens and Bengals. Final game of the morning slate. We have the Bills who are lane three are playing host to the Dolphins who are in a win and in scenario, if I'm not mistaken. Um, totals at 46. The Dolphins offense is so incredibly boring to watch. I, I can't stand it. The, are, are we going to get a Dolphins Steelers um, total? If they played. Oh, I mean, sorry, are, are we going to a matchup? Right now, it would be Tennessee, right now it'd be Tennessee Miami in the first round. Oh my God, that'd be the I best of a lifetime. I would absolutely love that. <laughs> I kind of, I, I, I would really that. like Dolphins Steelers because that's a game where there might be more defensive touchdowns and offensive touchdowns or the dolphins just get their shit ran do you know uh, what what spread did you say it was i don't see it in my bookie here in, i saw in the bills. bills minus one and bills a half minus three. three. Oh. oh i think miami's a fabulous teaser leg yeah i'd agree uh, i don't know because i don't know what who's who uh the bills are playing if the bills are playing everyone then I don't know how you could ever tease up against them with the way they look right now. But I mean, True. with the news that the Steelers are resting guys, do the bills really send their guys out there to play? I don't think so. The Steelers. Yeah. And that's why the line's been sense. dropping. The line's been dropping Miami's way, I think. But like that could be all narrative. Who knows if they're starting or not? Um, I'm seeing my, my biggest thing is my fate opportunity of a lifetime is coming next, next week against Miami. Um, I mean, for the first obvious reason that Chaz just mentioned is just how lackluster this offense is. Um, but then Tua's first start in the playoffs. Uh, now this is essentially three straight must-win games for him, um, all on like primetime TV as well. There's going to be the road. fatigue on the squad, and that's the biggest thing, a third straight road game for him. There's going to be so much fatigue on the squad. If they play Tennessee, Tennessee's going to put up so many goddamn points. Oh, I love that bet so much. Yeah. I really, really hope we get Tennessee-Miami. Really anything Miami. That, like, I really like – just Miami's got to make the playoffs. too. Yeah, like any, any anything Miami give me. Uh, again, it's Colts better not sneak in. <laughs> I want this bet. Yeah. Oh, oh, hey, if even if the Colts get the Dolphins round one, wait, no, that's not possible. Wait, wait, I got it. I got it. We're getting two. Titans also have back to back roadies. 
Let's have them lose this game to the Texans. Colts win the division. Oh, someone's got to fall out. Damn. Because I wouldn't mind no, fading. I wouldn't mind fading Tennessee if they had like Buffalo. Yeah, but it would be tight unless I'm like another like uh, the the Browns or Ravens lost. It's, no, I'm, asking, the, I'm asking for too much. Bills. Give me, yeah, give me my the, I mean the Dolphins. Yeah, 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 I'm cool with it. This is just like hypotheticals up the ass. <laughs> Miami is happening though. Like we're going to get it as long as they oh, win. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, I guess they could lose. Uh, fuck. They no, could honestly, lose I think they could lose. Yeah. I think. Do you know what's, do you know what that best case scenario is? Tua comes out and like, he goes like 27 for 32 with like 90 passing yards and four touchdowns. <laughs> Seems reasonable to me. How do you go into the playoffs starting Tua? I mean, I just don't get like you can't do this bullpen reliever stuff. No, do in you the know playoffs. what? I think it's awesome. He's. I think this is exactly what you have to do. They're they're still winning these games. They're giving they're getting to a reps. They're seeing if he is their quarterback of the future. The Texans, meanwhile, continue to shoot the bed and give him a better draft position. Right now, <laughs> right now, Miami is the third pick in the draft. It's insane. And they're still winning these games with fits. Screw it. Why not? See if Tua, see if Tua does improve. I think Brian Flores is doing such a good job at handling it. I agree. I I I do. I I'm I'm glad that he has the balls to do it. But I think at a certain point, you're here. You've arrived to the playoffs. You give Fitzpatrick the keys because I just think if you play a team like Buffalo, like Tennessee, teams that are going to put up points. Uh, in the playoffs, you just don't have time to fall into a double-digit deficit and put in Fitzpatrick to come save the day. Um, in like a game like that, I think you need points right away. You need a guy like Fitzpatrick to open up the field. And either way, these teams are preparing for both defenses, either or both quarterbacks. Either way, you've, you have that advantage established. The best part about it is that they're winning these games. They're developing a winning culture within the organization because I don't – and I think Brian Flores might be saying something different – I don't think he has plans to win the Super Bowl this year. I think it's great, like what he's doing, just for the organization as a whole, is such a massive step forward. And they're getting they're gaining more information than um, what than like what they're potentially losing with uh, maybe a big deficit in their first round playoff game. Yeah, good for them. Oh, no. This, this I, was not their year. This was not their year to make the playoffs, and they did it. If you, if, if you told me that the Dolphins were going were going to be ten and five with a pretty confident first round or a playoff berth going into week seventeen, I would have slapped you in the face. Said you're stupid. Like what he's doing is insane. The defense looks really good. They just can't stop the run. So I'll know. I'm excited. The Dolphins are going to be Laurie looking like a very good. Um, organization to like kind of follow and bet on down the line also he it's bill belichickian almost like he just covers he and he does what he has to do to win moving on enough brian brian flores he should come to the chargers (laughs) are we gonna do this again um jaguars at the colts jags getting 14 on the road total at 50 um so i kind of changed my mind within like a 30 second span when i first looked at this game at first i thought two touchdowns that's too many points and then i thought 
Colts need to win. I've seen them blow out teams like the Raiders and the Lions. Are the Colts worth a bet here? What do you think, James? Mm. <laughs> no, <laughs> probably <17. not. laughs> he, I mean, Jags are due to have a good, good effort in one of these games. Are they? Or do they yeah, I mean, suck? you would think. I mean, they I'm locked legit. up the one seed now. Nothing to lose. Like they win, they might as well. They might as well try hard. I'm like Glennon at least looked. But good they haven't the not time. been trying hard. Yeah. Can, 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 can we agree on yes, this? Yes, yes, yes. They have not been trying hard, but the players are not tanking for Trevor Lawrence. I will say Glennon looked pretty good in the first half last week. Uh, I he completely yeah. shit the bed in the second half. Um, if he can put together two solid halves like he was doing against Minnesota. Uh, the Browns, if, if he can have those type of games, I think they're I'm not going to, oh, I kind of want to say they're live, uh, but they're, uh, they're, I kind of do too. <laughs> right. I think they're kind of live. I think they win out. I think they win outright or lose by 50. <laughs> I don't think there's an in between. That sounds crazy. I don't to think say. they have any win equity. <laughs> in this game. That is a middle. <laughs> there's no, there's a 13 point middle that won't hit. I think they have Jags zero chance to win this game. Team. Maybe it's because I'm pissed. Like, I'm a little pissed because, like, this is this was my – for Survivor, I've literally lost in week one because of this game. I, mean, <laughs> I forgot about that. The Colts are not going to – probably not going to make the playoffs because they lost this game in week one, which I just think is madness. And that might give some confidence to Jags where it's like, you know what? We have lost 14 straight games, but you know what? We beat this team. We can fight with this team. We can play. We can play ball with them. So – I hate to say it. I'm with James here. <laughs> okay. I hate to say the Jags are live. <laughs> I'll give you guys this. Don't, I'll, I, this is the only thing I'm giving you. I think Jags' first half money line is at least worth something. I love it. And they just played the Steelers. Colts just had a very fatiguing game against the Steelers. I think Jags' first half money line is a very good look. Yeah. I, I, I actually I think that, that's the, the best bet you can make on this game. How about this? They're up in the first half. They start scoreboard watching, and they see every, every other team is up by 30. They start giving up. Jags win the game. James and I hit our 8-1 to one money line bet. Here, even I'll do you one even better. Ready? Eight to one. <laughs> um, so, like, before the games, there's normally props where you can bet on a team. Um, like, you can go Jags first half, Colts full time. Mm-hmm. And I bet you that's, like, 12-1. to one. Yeah, that's not a bad look. Colts are not losing this game. I want to pull up one thing. Okay, so this is kind of a funny bet. You can put some money on the Bills to win the Super Bowl at 8.5 to 1 odds. And that is just barely better odds than the Jags to win this game. <laughs> like, I think, I think that's pretty incredible. <laughs> that's insane. Jeez, that's absurd. And James and I both just came on here and argued that they're alive to win this. I, I just respect it. All right, enough. <laughs> moving on okay one actually before we move on would it be, take out week one so weeks two through 16 i think the jags come on let me rephrase weeks two through weeks 13 i think the jags played worse than those weeks than the jets did 16 you're right no no no, no. i mean that like take out the jets two wins too i think the jets oh, were okay. playing better overall than the jags Agreed. I mean, there was a stretch there where the Jags just weren't fighting whatsoever. Uh, I it sucks that 
I and dude, and the Jacks had Peyton Manning on their team. Yeah, they even did have Jake Glutton for there was a time there. Why I can't believe they really gave up on Peyton Manning. Uh, <laughs> that that's another topic. Uh, I'm upset that we we came into the season thinking the Jags are by far the worst team in the league. And they beat the Colts week one. They almost beat the Titans in week two. And all of a sudden, everyone jumped ship. We all jumped ship off the train that they're the worst team in the league. And now here we are in week 17, and they're by far the worst team in the league. I just think there could have been a lot more opportunities to profit off them betting against them. But what can you do? That's fair. All right. This is, this is going to be a very good game. I'm really excited to watch this game. Packers at Chicago. Um, Packers lane five and a half on the road. Total is at 52. Over? Packers. I like the over. I see. I don't like the Packers. I know. I think people are going to buy into this narrative, though, and that five and a half is going to keep moving down. No, it's it's gone up. I don't know. I saw it six and a half yesterday. Now it's five and a half. Oh, Oh, well, it opened at five. Now it's five and a half. You're probably right there. Yeah, if it, get, it get, if it comes down to like four, I think I'll bet the Packers. I, I, I can just, see that. Yeah, I, the Bears' defense has not been good lately. I mean, yeah, they they boosted all their stats against the Jags last week, but I mean, yeah, take that game out and they're uh, the Texans game too, I guess. Okay, they played. They actually have played well for a few times, but I think the Packers are just a juggernaut right now. And I agree. I just, I don't know how they're gonna how they're gonna get stops this game. I mean, last time. The Packers scored every drive that they actually wanted to in that game. And, yeah, I think that's probably a different Bears team who wasn't as motivated and probably felt a little embarrassed on national television. But, I mean, I, I don't see it playing out too differently in this one. And the Packers are very motivated here. They, they need this one seed. you got to win yeah. to get the one seed. Uh, if they lose, they can actually get the three. Um, so that's quite the fall. Um, I don't want to overreact to Trubisky either. I mean, he's looked – very good in these last four weeks. Uh, Chicago Bears fans, I'm sorry. Uh, you're going to re-sign Trubisky because what he's done against the let's, – let's read out the defensive rankings in the last four weeks. The 32nd worst, 31st worst, 30th worst, and then the Vikings at 18th. I'm just not really blown away by these performances. He's been against the worst defenses in the league. Um, good for him tearing them apart. Um, Packers don't rank much better. They're ranking 15th. Um, but I still I, – I, I, th- I, think, I think the Packers are fine, a fine look here. Uh, I, I, but I, I do like the over because I think the, uh, James hit around the head. Packers will be able to get theirs. Um, and then the Bears, there. this is their desperation game. They're going to be fighting to the very last minute. Um, I think this is one where even down 14 with six minutes to play or 17 with six minutes to play, they're, ve- they're fighting every, every bit that they can because they're winning their end. So they're going to try to keep um, going. So I, I like that over. I think Matt, Na- uh, Matt Nagy – I think he made the best coaching decision anyone has made all year when he let was a Bill Lazor start calling uh, uh, offensive plays. Everyone was clowning him for it after the first game, but ever since, because that was the Fools game when they scored like two, like seven points, right, against the mm-hmm. Vikings. Ever since then, or pretty much ever since then, they've been to- like shitting on these horrible defenses that they've been playing. Um, so I do think we need to give some credit there. Agreed. And I also think that there's a chance that I don't know. Is there a chance that the market still isn't caught up to it? I don't know. I think five and a half sacks pretty. I think that's it's caught up. It's a little low. Yeah. yeah. I, I I mean I I think I mean I think six is the right number here. 
at Chicago. Yeah, I, I'd agree. I mean, I I wouldn't really look at anything. If if the total, what's what total are you seeing? I'm seeing 51 and a half. I'm seeing 52. And a half. If it falls to 51, I like that over. That's yeah. a key number. Key number. Um, either way, I think the over is the look here. Don't tease. Think, don't don't tease the Packers though. Uh, like, yes, do not tease them. Yeah, I think. Well, I was gonna say I, I kind of like a Packers Titans money line parlay, but I mean it's just, it's essentially the same thing as a tease. I don't I think don't the Packers lose this game. They have too much on the line. Do they? Because what if yeah. they're scoreboard watching? Because the Saints can't jump them. The Seattle can though. If Seattle's losing. Packers can call off the dogs. If Seattle's not going to win that game, there's, like that's yeah, what you have I, to put into account. I mean, the if Seattle's lose losing by like one. 50, I mean, you can never count the Seahawks out when they have Russell Wilson. The players know that. Yeah, yeah. Like, but, I, I, there's no reason to just like pull the starters because other teams are losing. Like, the NFL I just, is wild. I mean, we've seen this is why Week 17 sucks. This is why Week 17 yeah. because it's All something you have to put into consideration. Well, yeah, and that's why live betting is the way to go here. Yeah, yeah. So, I wouldn't again, do. I my Packers, tease, Bears, we don't know. If I had to make a teaser, it would be Titans Dolphins. I just like even if like I understand what you're saying, James, about the Bills. Uh, you do not want to tease this offense the way they're playing. Dolphins are fighting for their life. The way their defense is playing, like they're gonna keep the game close. It's what they do. <clears throat> and even if they're down by 17 points, here comes fucking Ryan Fitzpatrick entering into the Enter Sandman music, and he comes. Uh, and saves the day for the backdoor cover. My teaser right now, Broncos, Dolphins. Guess we, Broncos. Is that a, is that a wow. good, uh, is that a segue? Not quite, because right now we're, <laughs> um, we're about to talk Saints-Panthers. So Saints traveling to Carolina. Holy um, shit. Saints laying six and a half. And totals at 48. It's come down three points. Um. I lean Panthers. I Saints have no. The Saints can only go down with a loss, and I think that if they win, if so, if they win, and okay, let me get this straight. Saints win, Seahawks win, Packers lose. Do Saints go to three? Seattle's the one. Seattle's one. Saints Saints are at three. Two. Two. I believe Saints are ahead of Packers. I think Saints are locked into that too. They have the same record? No. Well, if they all lose, they'd be all twelve and four. But then there's a weird tiebreaker for all three teams. It's not up to head to head. Oh, got it. All right. Um, I mean, they 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 can. I think they can only fall down. They can only fall to three if okay. Seattle if Seattle jumps yeah. them. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I we can I, talk more about the Saints later on, but. Chargers. I think this is. I'm oh, sorry. Go I was going to say this is another one where I think uh, I would just take Panthers money line if anything. I, I think Panthers are kind of live here. Uh, I don't really. It's. I'm totally passing. I. I'll take it back. Live bet. I. I would just look for a live bet opportunity yeah. on the Panthers because I just. We could see a flat game from the Saints. Hell, we could see Taysom Hill here. Um. I mean, they. They. Because if they lose, well, I guess they could fall to three. So, yeah. I mean, there it is still maximum vision. I don't know what I'm saying. I look for the live betting. James, Would you, if you heard me say, holy shit, it's about the total. I saw 52 on Sunday. The fact that this has come down four and a half points. Is there some weather? Because, like, I heard Taysom Hill rumblings. That makes me like the over. Ooh, I completely disagree with that. 
Well, no, because if they're playing Taysom Hill, people are going to overreact to that. I mean, he, we've already, like under- he, we know he, we know he can score points in the offense. The Panthers' defense is not very good. Hmm. And, and yeah, yeah, I, but you're judging that off one good half against the Packers when the Packers kind of pulled. Well, they didn't they, pull the dogs, but they, they played more out, conservatively. They shut out one of the best offenses in the league and the football team. Also, I can't find my uh, rumor of Taysom Hill. I might have just made it up out of thin air. So I, I don't think we should <laughs> ponder this. I would, I would be more confident in an under if Drew Brees is playing because I think they go way slower and the game, game plan is way more conservative. I mean, I think it's – I don't think the game plan is, like, that different. Drew Brees didn't have to do much last week. I, I don't know. I, I'm just not going to touch this game personally. That's fair. The weather actually is perfect, by the way. So definitely has nothing to do with the weather. A nice day in Carolina. Would, are they in North Carolina or South Carolina? Charlotte, North Carolina. All right. There you go. Chargers at the Chiefs. So this game is off the board right now. I'm looking at one and at minus one and a half for the Chiefs. And the total's at 44. Um oh boy. If this totals at one uh, is, excuse me. If this line is Chiefs minus one and a half, the Chargers are in like an all-time teaser leg for me. But I like that. Like and and I'm not mincing my words. I think that's my favorite teaser leg ever. Jesus, <laughs> I, uh, here's an ever. anecdote. Here's an anecdote I thought of uh, for this game. Um, this had to be like six years ago. Um, but Chiefs, I believe, had won the division. Chargers were on the outskirts of the wild card. And it was a win, and they're in for the Chargers. And the Chiefs benched all of their starters. And the Chiefs dominated the game. They completely were leading the entire way. And the charge, and it took a last-second missed field goal by the one and only Ryan Suckup. That's who it was. He missed a last-second field goal for the Chargers to win it, and the Chargers made the playoffs. Now, the point of that story is – even with an entire bench squad of the Chiefs, I think the Chargers had to be favored by like 10 points in that game. The Chiefs are still very live to win this game. Um, so I think if I saw an opener of Chargers three and a half, if it's three and a half, it's kind of hard to not take KC. Yeah, we have what we don't. Oh, like, if they're getting three and a half? Yeah, I yeah, agree. yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, are you kidding me? Anthony Lynn Lane three and a half on the road? Hell no. I don't I care mean, who's we saw playing it last week. God damn it. Fuck Anthony Lynn. You're up 16-3 with like six minutes left and you don't cover minus three. Unreal. It's the Chargers. Marvin's room players. Um, are we ready to move on? Yes. All right. Seahawks. Oh, no, we're going to talk about this, this game. Raiders-Broncos. Here we go. Tease the Broncos. Uh, Raiders laying two and a half on the road. Broncos – excuse me. Total is 51. Um over I I, I kind of like this over it just feels oh man I like every Raiders over what am I saying I can get behind the Broncos that makes sense to me I mean Raiders just got eliminated last week what are they playing for now this is just like at this point it's kind of just showing up I don't think they're going to come out with a super spirited effort the Broncos have known their fate for a while so I think 
last home game. Kind of try to end on a high note. I guess like I like that tease, and I think the Bron- I think the Broncos win. So if you're playing like round robins of all these these dogs and craziest things that could happen in Week 17, I think the Broncos could be in it. Like Does Drew Lock start for the Broncos next year? Yeah, probably. He'll at least start, but there'll be a, a backup ready to take his spot. Currently picking tenth. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you in the Broncos. I, I think we should put him in our contest. Um, I hate this Raiders team. Um, I can't believe they lost last week. I I really can't believe they lost last week. Unfucking believable. Um, but let's not get into that. Uh, Broncos last week they impressed me a little bit in that they um they they were their offense looked pretty good. They missed a lot of opportunities. Uh, they had an INT in the red zone to start the game. Uh, they missed a couple kicks. Um, and their defense is now looking okay. They rank 11th in pass D, and the Raiders last week were really succeeding uh, through the pass game. But I think you could clearly see that Carr is hurt, and that groin is an issue because whenever he would get out of the pocket, he was not the same player. If he had to scramble and move within within the pocket. Uh, he just he couldn't throw the ball as well. Couldn't really step into his throws. Um, you asked the question about Drew Locke. I think the question has to be John Gruden. Um, is John Gruden? I mean, I think he has no. to be coach next year. But he got ten years of hundred million. He has a thirty-eight percent win percentage. The yep. same win percentage as Tom Cable and the Del Rio, Jack Del Rio, the coach they had before, went twenty-five and twenty-three uh, after three years. I mean. This is pathetic. He went six and three, and now you're going to miss the playoffs. I mean, I, he has to be held accountable here. They had a good roster. They had the offensive pieces. I think they absolutely had to make the playoffs, and I think he's on the hot seat next season. It won't be this season, but I, I think he, he he will be coaching his final season next season, and then he'll be on the Chargers. John Cruden? Yeah, because they're going to Oh, because he's going to be the offensive anyway. coordinator for Bill Belichick, right? <laughs> That's perfect. Yes. <laughs> now you're thinking – I, with, uh, I, Brian I couldn't even dream of like Bill Belichick's like least favorite human being. I feel like it's John Gruden. That'd be perfect. Chucky and Bill. Um, two games. Um, Cardinals at the Rams. Right now, this game is a pick. This game is a mess. That's what it is. Jared Goff blows. But now uh, Wolford is, I don't know, is it John Wolford is that his name? Yeah, but I think Bortles might play. They, he oh, got picked really? up. Yeah, he uh, he used to be on the Rams, so he definitely knows the playbook pretty yeah. well. I wouldn't be surprised if Bortles gets some action. I have my play for this game. Um, I actually really like it. Um, all over the under. Don't actually know what the number is right now. Do you know right it now is? it's 39. No way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. I think this is the first total in the 30s. 39? All year. Oh my God! It's such a good handicap for a number like that, though. Oh, I don't even want to give it a handicap. <laughs> There's no way I'm betting 39. Fuck it, I'm not watching the game. All right, that sounds good to me. <laughs> Honestly, I think this is one of the games I'm looking forward to the most. Oh, you're not. You're 100 right. It's the only game this week <laughs> that matters, as in two playoff teams. That it's a must-win for both teams. I it actually will be a very good game. It's a shame that Goff isn't playing. Um, it's just, it's, it's really tough from a handicap perspective for me. Cause I want to take the Cardinals, but with Kyler hurting his leg last week, we've seen how important the rush game is to that offense and for Kyler to be a successful quarterback. Um, and this Rams defense, they scout the Cardinals so well, they clearly have their number. I don't see the Cardinals being able to put up that many points. Um, and then from the Rams end, you have Wolford in at, court, at quarterback, uh, Cooper cup just got added to the COVID list. Uh, I don't see I still kind of like this under. 
Yeah, yeah. Like I still don't. I, I still it still might be a play. Uh, I mean, because I don't see the Cardinals putting up too much. And if the Rams are going to win, they're going to have to put up 17, 20 tops because they're going to have to rely on their defense. I'll play devil, devil's advocate. I think this could go over because all the backup play, we see turnovers. Yeah, and good, that's good field position. But like, I, I expect conservative game uh, game planning by both coaches, playing not to lose rather than to win. Yeah. What do you think? Um, Thirty nine. What do you think? Like over total about over total field goals. Interesting. I don't hate that look. I've never. What would it probably be like never. for the game? Like three and a half. I don't think I've ever made this bet before. I'm kind of just <laughs> like taking a shot in the dark. I, I actually kind of like it. I'm, you know what? I like throw out a bunch of random props like this. I'm actually going to make this bet. I like it. I'm cool with All that. Right. Um, finally, the Washington football team takes on the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles getting two at home. Now out of playoff contention. I hate the Eagles a lot. Unreal. They, we have, never are, are we Owen? Never. 0-8, 0-8, picking Eagles games. You don't understand how impressive that is? Like, it next really year, is. next year, part of our podcast, we should try to pick a loser every single week. And I'm I bet that. we could not come close to, like, what we've done with the Eagles this season. Eagles and Browns. Yeah. Like, for that reason, like, we're, like, 0-9-2 picking Eagles and Browns games. It's just incredible. Well, no, we got one with the Titans. The difference here You're right. You're right. is that – like at least the Browns would like give us life in these games. And then there'd be like some like freak, like missed PAT or something that screws us. Or well, like, I mean, the Eagles have done that too. The Packers game when they came back to back door and then they gave up an 80 yard run. Yeah. But they, they were never really in that game. Like mm-hmm. I can confidently say I was just wrong about that. Yeah. Yes. As for this game, what do you think? Eagles are going to win. Yeah, I like the Eagles too. I think the Eagles are actually a good tease. Football team's not beating anybody by double digits, especially on the road in a division game. This is the Eagles Super Bowl too. So, I mean, it's not like they're going to come out flat. Primetime Sunday night game, chance mm-hmm. to ruin someone's season. I don't know. They did have a dream crusher week though last week, like a must-win game at Dallas. I mean, I could see them coming out flat, especially with – I mean, really the only thing that I see bringing them energy is Jalen Hurts. They have a quarterback yeah. who's fighting fighting for their job. Um, this game clearly matters for him. Um, so I guess the rest of the team will probably feed off of him. But, hey, if Alex Smith and Terry McLaurin uh, start this game, I want Washington. I want all of Washington. Um, this team absolutely sucks with Dwayne Haskins as a quarterback. I think they made a really wise move by releasing him, not even benching him. They clearly had benched him, and that was not a good enough punishment for him. Like, like I wanted to root for Dwayne Haskins. I did. And then he goes to a strip club. And then he still gets a start, and then he gets benched and walks off the field before the games even end uh, ended. Like he he had it coming. He was basically asking to be released. He was a cancer to that team, and I think they did the wise decision dropping him. Um, if Taylor Heineke's the quarterback, I'll take the Eagles. I'll take my chances with them. He did look good last week, but we've hit we've mentioned it all year. When a new quarterback comes into the game that no one's prepared for, how much better they do. Um, but if we get Alex Smith here, I'll be on the football team. It's crazy seeing, um, like, you look at Dwayne Haskins and uh, and then you look at Tua and, like, the 
just absolute dichotomy between like how they act on the sideline is crazy. Like yeah. Tua is like jumping up and down, like hyping up Fitzpatrick, and he's like he's like trying to help out the offense and stuff. And then like you just don't get that with Haskins. You hit that right on the head. I completely agree. And, and like th- like that's why I'm kind of I'm like I somewhat root for Tua. Like I have no reason to root for him, but like I'll know. Like you, you can like he cares about winning and like I don't does Haskins? I don't know. I now do I want to talk about the Washington football team and the Eagles anymore? Hell no. So let's get into playoff talk. Um oh James, did you have anything else to add there? No, I was just laughing. Okay. I agreed. Um all right. I'm gonna pull up just Super Bowl odds. All right, Chiefs. They're, they're right now the Chiefs are plus 150. I think that is – like, that's way overpriced, right? Yeah, you can't bet that. Obviously. I mean, yeah. There's a the, the team to beat. You know, you can't possibly bet that. Even well, if, like – I'm not saying that, but, like, if your book has, like, some kind of no option, and it's – I'd imagine it's probably minus 200, which you're just getting robbed at that point because there's 50 cents of VIG there. But, like – I'm definitely leaning towards the no. Oh well, I would I would never lay minus two hundred, but I, I would I would agree with your statement. I, I would rather just pick another team. Um, I see plenty of value. I value left on the board. I don't really see any more. Um, like I see Browns at fifty. Do I think the Browns win it? No, but Browns at fifty to one to win the Super Bowl, I think is very valuable. Um, they have their ground game that I think they can they can beat Kansas City on the ground. January um, football. Like that—that that is cold weather ball. Like I think the Browns could really uh, succeed against them. They've—they've they've shown that they've can put up a lot of points. I don't think they win it, uh, but I do think that fifty-one is pretty valuable. Um, what do you guys think? I think the most valuable no. number on the board right now, right now, is the Bills nine to one. I just—I think that's kind of low from what it was. I—I I, I love the Bills. Yeah, really but that's what like. all these numbers are. I like. Yeah. Oh, actually, I take it back. Steelers twenty to one is the best number on the board. I would agree with that. That is a pretty good number. Wow, that is good. Going back to your Chiefs point, you could mechanically parlay every game they play. Yeah. And I'm sure that pays out like three or four to one instead of plus 150. Like good whoever call. they play the first also, round, they'll be like minus 10 and then like minus six. And then the Super Bowl, if they're playing the Packers, they're like minus three that game. That's like a minus 200 money line. That shit was sharp. Very good. That shit was sharp. Well done. Thanks, bro. <laughs> well, well done. Well done. Um, <laughs> looking at the NFC, is anyone going to beat the Packers? I mean, I, I think the NFC I think the NFC is actually pretty wide open. And I don't know if anyone's going to go into Lambeau and win if the Packers lock up that one seed. But I think the I think the Bucks and the Seahawks give them pretty good games. I just I don't like Drew Brees in the cold, so I don't want to say him. And that's kind of my concern with Tampa too. But I mean, earlier in the year they matched up pretty well, so I think the Bucks and the Seahawks could give them a, a tough game. I completely agree. But at the same time, uh, I know Chaz believes this. The Saints looked pretty good last week. Um, that that if the, if the, if their offense is starting to peak right now and Kamara looks this good and they're starting to really run the ball like this, that opens up Drew Brees. Let's not forget no, Michael, Michael, Thomas. Michael Thomas. He's returning in the playoffs. Um, so I, I think it's the top. The, the the Saints, Seattle, and Bucks can give them a fight. Um, I, I I'm with you on all of them. I I already have money on the Bucks, so I, I wouldn't bet on another NFC team. Um, Bucks are losing round one. 
That's just cap. That's just cap. Against Washington or yeah, or Dallas. Oh my God! They beat Dallas by ninety. They beat Dallas by ninety. The Bucks are. You want to give me plus ninety? I'm not going to give you plus (laughs) ninety. No, I won't do that. All right. Um, Anything else to add? And do you guys have any? Any? It's week seventeen. We're approaching the playoffs. Gun to your head, one team to win. Who is it? Packers. So if I'm wrong, I die. You, if you're wrong, you were dead. <laughs> oh, I think Austin Tark is no Bowl. longer. Because <laughs> see, like I would obviously in this situation take the Chiefs, but you're so soft. But that's too soft. That's too soft. So I'm gonna go with the Baltimore Ravens. I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens. All right. I like how this offense is performing right now. Um, I think as of now we're looking at a rematch against the Steelers. I love it. Get a you can you know. I, Here's a uh, handicap that I've mentioned all year. It is difficult to beat a team. Three oh, times. give me you suck. It is hard to beat a good team <laughs> three times. All, in right. One all right. All right. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? And this is it's difficult. All right, John Clavel. And all, all right, John Clavel. Baltimore is going to come into Pittsburgh and they're going to beat them easily. And then they're going to beat Buffalo. And then they got to play Kansas City. That is a God, that's a bad stretch. I'm still taking it. Gun to my head. God, I hope it's a small bullet. I'll take Baltimore. I don't, I don't think, think you're having a small bullet matters. either way. Um, it's like a BB. I might survive. Jesus. Nerf, Nerf gun. Call me crazy. I kind of like how the Seahawks are playing right now. You crazy. Yeah, I, I know. You crazy for that handicap. Because, like, I don't like how they're playing. I like how their defense, really. their defense is so I better. Feel, yes, but, like, I'm confident Russell, Russell Wilson, like, can win me a game. The defense Agreed. is playing well. I completely agree. And if like that's all the I handicap. need is Russell Wilson to play up to his standard. Give me the Seahawks. Mm. I think that being said, exit. that's not my gun to my head. I'm not dying for the Seahawks. If I'm dying for, for any team, it's the Saints and then it's the Chiefs. So there you go. I give you three teams. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the host, bitch. Um, yeah, that's it. Go once again, rate, review, and subscribe on apple podcasts sharp side podcast that's where you will find us um tweet at us i want to hear your guys's or girls i guess um i you know like four percent of our listeners are female threw me for a loop um this is way higher than i thought um nice yeah tweet at us your super bowl picks predictions i'm curious give me a short handicap call us stupid if you want you know we certainly say dumb enough stuff on here. Jags are winning. Um, That's one stupid I mean, thing. we spent five minutes talking about how the Jags are going to win this week. And Belichick. And how Belichick is going to be the charge side of cash. Ooh, boy. Um, and we got to wrap this up. All right. NFL, week 17 picks. Sorry there weren't too many of them like normal. Follow us on Twitter at the Sharp Side Pod for in-game picks. College. College bowl season off to a great start. James, what's the Texas score right now? 48-23 Texas. There's another one. Um, nice. Bowl season part two will be recorded. We will start recording in about 20 minutes. So look for that too if you're listening to this. For the Sharp Side Podcast, I thank you all so much for, wis- for listening. Please go win all of your bets this weekend in Austin. Let's go win some money. Let's do it. 
Do 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 do